Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we're going to pick a brick. We're talking Erling. As always, if you want to check out links to everything we're talking about today, head over to BreakingDads.com. 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 Uh, you can also leave us a comment there, or uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at StillSorting. And make sure to check out our LEGO reviews on YouTube. So today, we're going to look at the only LEGO element that is named after its designer, the Erling Brick. I like it. So, uh, Jeff, how did the Erling Brick get its name? Well, let's start at the beginning. Back in 1924, actually, I don't know. Uh, one of the sad facts is there was not a lot of information about the designer of this brick, huh. uh, which is depressing because, like we said, it's the only brick that is named after a Lego designer. And he's a pretty influential Lego designer. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Uh, so uh, the man's name was uh, Erling Dieterksen. And he was a designer who worked at Lego from the 70s through at least the 70s. And possibly... Or the 90s. Uh, sorry, at least the 90s. What did I say? The 70s again? 70s through the 70s. Yeah, that's... I know, from yeah. the 70s to the 90s. Um, and I only know that from patent filings. Right. Uh, now, um, at one point, I was able to find out he was the chief designer of the Lego City range. Hmm. So, you know, Lego's best-selling range. He was the, the lead designer on it. So, you know, a high up at Lego... For sure, on so, the design team. So for all we know, he could be cryogenically frozen at Lego or still, in fact, be in a dark room with a cat I, running the show. We have no idea. We have no idea. Okay. Yes. He's a, yes, our own little Schrodinger's designer yes. here. <laughs> He's, he might be out there. He might not be out there. We don't there. know. Yes. Uh, but um, I do know that his name appears on at least 23 Lego patents as the inventor of whatever's being patented. Wow. Yes. So what are some of the classic parts he brought? Uh, well, he designed some uh, some classic parts for sure. Uh, in 1984, uh, he's listed as the inventor of the Wedge 4x4 Triple Inverted. So this is the uh, uh, the like front of the jet ski you'll see on a classic uh, Lego build for jet ski. And we'll put links to all these again on the website. Yes. Just because some of them are, when you describe them, you're like, uh, yeah. Wedge 4x4 Triple Inverted? What? I think I know what you mean. Um, yeah, when you see it, you're going to go, oh, oh, because it has appeared in 204 sets wow. since 1984, uh, although they changed the design up in 2015, so it was last seen in 2014. Hmm. Uh, also in 84, uh, because this piece goes with the other piece, uh, the slope inverted 45 4x4 double. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. I call it like the small <laughs> boat, boat hull is what yeah. I call it. Yeah. Uh, and it's appeared in 2015 sets. 215. Two, what did I say? 2000? 2000. Oh, that would be impressive. Yeah, yeah that no. would be every set ever made. <laughs> 215 sets since 1984. Uh, pretty impressive. Uh, he also, you may have heard of this one, in 1988, the propeller four-blade five diameter mm. with rounded ends. I, I've never heard of that one. Uh, yeah, it's a propeller. Okay. It's a propeller that yeah. slides over the clippy thing the propeller slides on. Excellent. For making, you know, the helicopters. Yeah. Uh, and it's appeared in 214 sets and is still in use. Huh. So uh, not bad from 1988. Um, the uh, It's actually, uh, the propeller has appeared in at least two sets every year since its creation and an average of seven sets a year. Man. So it's getting use. Now, Jeff, I skill testing question. How many sets did all three of those pieces appear in together? 
You don't uh, know. I don't know, no, no. but uh, <laughs> for sure the uh, the wedge four by four triple inverted and the slope inverted forty five four by four same. double. Uh, we're in a lot of the same well, sets. Yes. There's the num- the count on those for the number of sets is actually pretty close. So I'm sure there's a lot across. A lot over, with those two in particular. The yeah, line. there'll be some where yeah. only one appears, but a, a good chunk. Yes, yeah. you know, if you want to extend the wedge four, four by four triple inverted, you're going to use the slope inverted forty five <laughs> four by four double. There's got to be a nickname for that piece. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you like, I, if I was playing leg with my brother and I needed him to pass it, I'd be like. Uh, Pass me the like a uh, small boat bottom. We we need or to call the small it boat front. Erling slope, the Erling wedge. No, no, no. Let's not sully the name. Oh, we can't. Uh, now, in 1977, uh, Erling designs the two by two plate with turntable, or huh. as I called it, the spinny thingy. It's, yeah, I think that's technical. Uh, yeah, and uh, now this piece, while only the thickness of a standard plate, allowed a full 360 degree rotation. So adding untold versatility to Lego building. Yeah. Um, so a, that changes a lot. Yes. Uh, and uh, and it's been pretty popular. As a total of 2,001 of them have been put in 693 sets over the thirty-eight next 38 years. Wow. Yes. So that's a lot of them in a lot of sets. Yeah. Well, I get, it makes sense. I mean, that's you've just changed the entire game. Yes. Like, You've literally changed the game. What yeah. you can do, it's it's bonkers. Yeah. So there must have been, when he was trying to design some of these things, he must have just run up to these really annoying walls where he thought, I want to build this. Mm-hmm. And they went, huh, well, that piece don't exist. Yeah. I'm going to have to invent that. Yeah, or or I want it to look closer to the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, before... That is what a lot of these seem to do, mm-hmm. is they add that element. Yeah, that, that or like the propeller. It's purely your utilitarian. utilitarian. Yeah, uh, I want to build a helicopter. I need something that spins. I can use the spinner, well, but then it hits against the other studs, and and you want it to spin. Period. Yes. So it's yeah, it's nice that it gives the, the play ability mm-hmm. goes up big time. You know, having a, a a boat that looks like a boat. Yep. Makes it play better because when you slide it around the floor, it doesn't just bang into things. Yes. You grind against corners and. Yeah, drag into the carpet and stop. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, uh, I would say the uh, the spinny plate, as I'm going to call it, um, if uh, if that was uh, any other designer, that would probably be the part that they're most famous for. Hmm. But uh, uh, Erling, Erling designed an even more versatile and useful part. Uh, in 1979... Uh, Erling gave us, I can call him Erling every time. I wanted to be German. And yeah. so I figured out what it is. Because to me, like is industrial he... designers are German. Oh, uh, you're thinking Erhard? I, I don't know. I'm thinking like uh, he's going to build a rocket that's going to go into space. It's like, anyway. <laughs> Erling, uh, he gave us uh, the part that Lego officially calls angular brick one by one, which is a terrible name because it doesn't really describe it at all. Uh, most users uh, have given it the name uh, the washing machine or headlight brick. I like headlight brick. Yes, because uh, there's a reason for that. Yeah, it was designed to make headlights on cars. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, but behind the scenes, other Lego designers refer to this brick as the Erling brick. Hmm. For a good cause, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, it's uh, to say that the uh, Erling brick is useful is an understatement. Uh, now, like we say, it was first designed purely to put headlights on car models. But Lego set designers quickly latched onto this brick uh, and the unique geometry it presents to move building in a new direction. Hmm. Um, this usefulness has also allowed the Erling brick to show up in 
a staggering 1,515 sets since 1980. Wow. Or just over 28% of the Lego system sets released since it's come to out. To call it ubiquitous would be an understatement. Yes. It's in, it's in everything. It's uh, the people often say that they're like, oh, it's in everything. I know. I mean, I don't have a huge Lego collection. Uh, I would want more, but I have a couple of drawers divider uh, part part sorters full of yeah. of Erling bricks. Twenty eight percent. Yeah. 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 So uh, it's up there, and usually when you get them, you get a bunch, especially nowadays. Um. So it, uh, like I said, it has a unique geometry. Um, it's. Uh, it's got two studs, one on the top in the normal position, and one on the side. Uh, it also has two anti-stud holes, so holes that studs fit into. Again, one on the bottom in the usual place, and then uh, one on the opposite side of the studs. Um, because the uh, stud side is recessed into the brick, it keeps the width of the brick the same as a standard Lego one-by-one -one brick. Um, this also has the uh, unique property that if you turn this brick on its side... Um, and put a uh, regular one-by-one -one plate on the, uh, the side stud, um, it's now uh, the same height as a one-by-one -one brick um, in the normal orientation. Hmm. So it keeps... Uh, keeps that geometry perfect. Yes. Um, the side stud is also hollow, uh, so your standard elements can slide into it, uh, like lightsaber blades or uh, minifigure paint roller or uh, spear gun, uh, etc. So... Um, it's often used uh, in the Lego Creator Expert modular buildings as huh. a play way to uh, insert your lighting in the room. So it must be, as a contemporary designers at Lego, this thing is just a, yeah, it's it's their ideal thing that they can use for any purpose. And it yeah. whenever they run into a wall, I imagine this thing is gets pulled out they, they look at the early and go yeah we'll put it early there but i don't that because it exists they don't run into a wall i guess so. <laughs> because it's That's already true. there the weird thing is it actually exists outside of contemporary design standards for pieces now hmm. um you know there are uh bricks like the erling bricks uh erling bricks that have uh studs on one side or two sides or four sides but they aren't recessed like this brick is right um which creates sort of a little gap uh some of the time, but because that gap's there, it allows you to change the orientation of the brick and yeah. connect them in ways that the newer bricks wouldn't be able to. Huh. So it's a, it's a weird thing that sort of exists. If Lego was to start today, they would have design standards established and this brick would never get made. Right. And the world would be worse off. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those bricks that breaks the rules. Uh, every once in a while, the Lego group talks about um, discontinuing it as a brick. Huh. But because it's be used a, in like yeah. 30% of the sets, exactly. I think there'd be a revolt from the designers. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's still there. Uh, and the uh, early brick has become so important to advanced building techniques that the Creator Expert logo uh, was changed this year um, to be a small, almost cube built out of seven early bricks. Yeah. So I cannot see them being able to <laughs> retire it. It's too embedded. I mean, it, yeah. it, it would be... If it's such a go-to and it's such a um, you know integral part of the whole design process, mm -hmm. if you took it away, people would be lost in a way. Yeah, they, they've gotten accustomed to thinking a certain way. It yeah, would, it would rejigger your entire way of thinking. I guess the upside is that there are tens of thousands of them in the wild <laughs> at yeah. this point. No, it's true. Um, and so that would help. But uh, I think the designers themselves would would just they just miss it. Yeah, they just need it to do the things they want to do. 
Um, so I guess uh, whether you want to build up or down or backwards or forwards or sideways or perhaps you have a Lego bunny that needs some uh, eyes or a robot that needs laser vision uh, or you just want to attach a Lego sconce to a wall, the Erling Brick is there to help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the legacy of the uh, Erling Brick uh, and uh, its designer Erling Diedrichsen is here to stay. Not only do we have the Erling Bricks, but Lego designers have uh, taken to calling the one-by-one one brick with studs on four sides the Super Erling. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I like the uh, the uses for it are fantastic. Like mm-hmm. that uh, one video uh, we'll post of uh, making columns. Yep. It's, yeah. Using the Super Erling. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many great uses that are like, you know, hidden behind the scenes kind of mm-hmm. uh, uses that allow you p- to pull off these facades and really um, just bring life to yeah. it in a non-Lego way necessarily, or it's not, it doesn't look so bricky, mm-hmm. but you can pull it off as this hidden kind of, it's like, it's like the stuff hiding behind your wall in your house. you like, yeah. it's, it's essential, it's integral, but it, it makes, it just makes it all look perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like the finishing, you know, or and the, I, uh, it, yeah, the superstructure of some kind of like paper mache thing. Yes. It's that's, you know, that kind of, weird thing that you take for granted but yeah. as soon as you get involved in making say a paper mache thing you go oh i need to do that well and i think the the uh the erling brick here um is the, it epitomizes lego mm. right it's uh here's a brick where obviously you look at the first dozen sets it's in it is purely to hold a headlight right it's so that they could turn one one by one plate in a translucent color forward to be like here's the headlights before yeah. that they're okay. using stickers uh, and stickers don't look as good. Yeah. So it gives it a little depth, gives it a little body. It makes a great headlight. But Lego is not about using the pieces in the way they were designed to be used. It's about using the pieces in ways nobody ever thought of. And right. this brick has done amazing things. There's, if you see a great mock online, chances are it has one or more of this brick in there somewhere uh, in the background. You might not be noticing it. Um, but it's it's just so useful, so versatile. It's uh, it's shocking when you come across something it's not in. Yeah. Rather than the other way around. Exactly. Um, so yeah, Lego. You know, take the bricks and do stuff with them. See what happens. <laughs> uh, and uh, hopefully one day you can be working at Lego, and they'll name a brick after you. That would be. Um, so uh, to me, it looks like Lego is in good hands as the designers today are making sure to honor their past. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I wish I could find out more about the life and career of Erling Gudrichsen, uh, but my searches have left me with nothing. Uh, if you know of a good source of information on the life and career of, uh, Erling, uh, contact me and we can add the information to the site. Uh, you can uh, leave a comment. Uh, that would be great. Or you can hit me up on Twitter again. I'm at still sorting. Yeah. I would, I would like to, I'd like to learn more. Somebody, I'm sure there is some, uh, kind of folk history out there that you know people designers mm-hmm. must have it and know about it or have stories or interesting yeah. things and it would be nice to see some of that get shared to you know i mean he gets credit but to give mm-hmm. you know even more so given what an influential uh designer he is yes um yeah. i hope so yeah and uh yeah as always yeah check the site for the the uh, notes for the show so if understand exactly what jeff was talking about yes the one by one flippy upside down 45 twisty thingy and uh you can also uh we got a great link to uh, a designer using the super link uh and he'll say the name properly every time he says it instead of <laughs> me 
<laughs> who, uh, with my joy of saying names, would say it differently every time. I think that's time. our trademark, isn't it? Is just butchering people's names. I think I use 37 different pronunciations, even though I have a, uh, a phonetic spelling of it right here in front well, of I me. I look forward. If we interview you in the future, we promise we will get your name wrong. Yep. Um, we will that's just, our promise we'll, to you. We'll go out of our way. Even if your name is Smith, it'd be like Smythe. <laughs> Smitha, Smitha. I think he's Danish, right? Yes. <laughs> we'll we'll figure out a way. It's our our skill in life. It's well, it's my skill for sure. Uh, anyway, uh, until next time, I'm Jeff, and I'm still James. <laughs>